This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. So a lot of things happen to us in life. A lot of things go well and a lot of things don't go so well. Sometimes it's the little things that don't work out, but sometimes the big things don't work out. But no matter how big or small it is that doesn't work out, no one likes it when something doesn't work out. It can be a small annoyance like hitting all the red lights on the way to work or on the way somewhere that you're in a hurry to, or spilling your coffee on your kitchen counter while you're rushing to get ready in the morning and trying to run out the door. Or it can be something bigger like getting sick and having to miss out on an event that you're looking forward to. Or maybe having your computer crash when you're in the middle of a big project for work or for school and just losing everything that you worked so hard on. Things happen and it sucks. But what's worse is when multiple things happen in a small span of time. You feel like you just can't get to break. And when those things happen, it feels so personal, like the forces of the universe are working against you. But here's the thing. It's not personal. Sometimes bad things just happen, and it's no one's fault. It's just bad luck. But when we take things like that personally, that changes everything. We get mopey, upset, grumpy, sad, angry, whatever. And it's normal to be upset or angry after something unfortunate or something bad happens. It's completely normal. But when you let it set in or you carry it with you like the rest of that day or beyond that day, that's not really okay. That's when we kind of have a problem. We're all guilty of it. The feeling of things piling up and bad things happening can make you feel like a victim or to feel sorry for yourself. I know I've done that a lot. Um, you know, honestly, sometimes it feels good to just be mad or to feel like a victim, like just to sit in that feeling like everything just happens to me and it just sucks. But if you've ever been around someone or noticed someone else do that, you know, throwing themselves a little bit of a pity party, then you know that it's not really attractive and honestly, it's really uncomfortable. And sometimes it's really irritating to be around someone like that who just feels so sorry for themselves. So I personally try to do my absolute best to fight that feeling when it comes on because something will happen and I'll feel really irritated or or upset by it and I want to be mopey. I want to be sad. Um, But I try, I try to fight that because, I mean, trust me, it's really hard for me um, to do that because I'm actually really incredibly sensitive. Um, And if you know me, then you know I get my feelings hurt pretty easily. So that's something that I have had to work a lot on and I've had to get stronger about that over the years. Uh, It used to be a lot harder for me than it is now. And it's still hard sometimes, but it's definitely gotten easier because I've made um, just really been intentional about trying to work through that. But I've had to teach myself to to try not to read into things like that and to not give them meaning in my life because the reality is when things go wrong, it's not 
it's not personal. Those things don't have a meaning in my life. It's not something that happened to me. It's just crap luck, right? So let's talk about this concept of uh, taking things personally. Basically, what I mean is that we feel that there's something about us uh, possibly that attracts these bad things or that we're somehow not good enough for good things to happen to us. Or it can be that we feel that life is just unfair to us and we don't have it as easily as other people seem to, or someone else's life seems to just be easier than ours. Or it can be that we're just having a really bad day or a bad week and everything just seems so big and so personal when it doesn't work out or when something goes wrong. But regardless of why someone takes something personally, I think the end result is often the same. It's this this feeling of like, this happened to me. And in that moment, we forget that other people have bad things happen to them too. You know, we just, we feel like we're the only ones going through this or just our situation is just worse. Um, but you know, struggle is relative. I think everyone's struggle uh, is different to them. Some people can go through the same thing and one person struggles through it and the other person just shakes it off and moves on. Um, and look, I mean, I don't think we should compare our struggles to other people's. I think that can be a, sh- a slippery slope and it's not always fair to do that. But I do think that we need to keep our struggles in perspective. Just ask ourselves, you know, how bad is this thing really? Like, is it life-changing? Is it really that bad that I need to feel this thing? If my frustration is about running late because I hit all the red lights, sometimes it doesn't hurt to remember that, you know, it could be a lot worse. I could have gotten in an accident instead of just being late. But it's really normal to feel frustrated or sad or whatever the feeling is that comes with that. And sometimes you just need to vent or to cry. But I think the goal is to aim to control that. You know, be frustrated for a minute but make an effort not to completely lose your temper and then move on and just deal with it and accept it. But when you let it fester and you take it personally, like this bad thing somehow sought you out to ruin your day, then you open a pathway in your mind to be miserable and to get stuck. You just kind of allow that to get in your head and impact you. So let's look at it a different, a little differently. So sometimes Um, we take things personally, even when nothing bad happens. So let's talk about some of those examples. I'll kind of tell you what I'm thinking. So for example, if you see a picture on social media of someone that you're close to, you know, one of your friends or something, and they're having fun with another friend of theirs, you might feel bad and take their fun together kind of personally. Like your friend might be having more fun with that other person when really the two are mutually exclusive. Like your friend can have fun with you one day and then have fun with another person another day. And her fun or his fun with someone else is not personal or a personal shot at you. It doesn't mean that they don't have fun with you just because they're having fun with someone else. So when you see something like that, you might feel like it's a personal shot, but really it has nothing to do with you. So that's one example. Another example, if you're sick, for example, and miss out on a party that you're looking forward to and all your friends are, you know, they go to it and they all have a great time, even though you're not there, that's not personal. They didn't cause you to be sick or cause your illness or wish it on you. 
they're, um, you know, if you're missing out on it because you're not there, that sucks. But if others get to go and have fun doing the thing you wish you could do, you might take it personally. You might feel like you're left out or um, they're having fun without you and that means something when really there's no meaning behind it. It's just bad luck. You're just feeling bad because you can't go. But it's not personal that they're having fun without you. Another example, if your significant other or roommate is, uh, let's say they're really bad at cleaning up after themselves in, in the apartment or the house that you share, it's easy to take that personally. Like they don't respect your space or they're not being considerate of you when really it may have nothing to do with you. It may just be that they're pretty awful at cleaning up after themselves. They're slobs or just messy people or they might just be lazy, honestly. Um, or it could be something bigger. You know, it could be that they're having a really hard week or a really hard day and they're just really not focused on their surroundings. And so they're, you know, just kind of going home, wanting to watch TV or wanting to do their own thing, but they kind of don't pick up after themselves. That leaves you feeling irritated and frustrated like they don't care when they might have something else going on. So another situation of taking something personally, maybe when it's not. So another example, um, sometimes other people's grumpy mood can feel super personal. Like if your kid is tired and grumpy and they're talking back to you or being rude to you, um, that can feel really hurtful and personal. Um, yeah, it's not okay. It should be corrected. It's something you need to, to address. But if they're doing that, most likely it's not because they're offered awful children or um, that they don't love you. It's most likely because they had a hard day or they're really tired at the end of a long day, or they're just, you know, moody, angsty teenagers, for example. Um, and the same can apply to your significant other, to your friend, you know, if they've had a hard day at work uh, with, or they've had a hard day, at, you know, at home with their kid, the kids or whatever, and they're grumpy well, you know, they should still try to work on that, be respectful and not snap at everyone. They should work on their mood, but it happens. We all have grumpy moods and it's up to you to recognize or try to recognize that it's not necessarily because you did something wrong. It's because their fuse is short and everything is annoying them. So even though it's something they need to work on and needs to be addressed, it's not personal. So being mindful not to take what they're saying personally, but instead trying to address the fact that like, hey, you're in a bad mood. You need to maybe go take a break. You know, you can't talk to me that way or please don't talk to me that way. But in that moment, the important thing is for you not to take it personally. Okay, so let's switch gears just a little bit. Um, this can become a little bit more difficult when someone actually does do something specifically to you or to harm you. So um, if you're, you know, for example, if your spouse cheats on you or if your friend talks about you behind your back um, or you get fired from a job or get excluded from a get together or something, you know, those feel very personal. That's, you know, it feels like someone's doing this to you or intentionally doing something to hurt you. Some things are very personal and they are intended to be personal and those just, you know, they feel awful, but they, you know, typically come with a different kind of healing process than what we've been talking about when it comes to taking things personally that aren't meant to be personal. So when someone does something to you, then one of the processes of, of healing through that could be, you know, grieving, uh, grieving the loss of a marriage or a friendship, um, 
some processes with that would be, you know, realizing that your friends aren't who they, who you thought they were and recognizing that you need to end the friendship and, you know, and so on. But honestly, in many cases, of course, not all, definitely not all, but in many cases, there's still an aspect of it that we need to face where we accept that certain situations are not personal, even when it's someone doing something to harm us. So I know that's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. So let me give you a specific example. And this is actually a really hard example because it's, um, it's a big one. You'll see why. So let's take the example of someone who cheats on their significant other. So if your significant other cheats on you, well, I mean, let's be honest, it does not get much more personal than that. It's very, very personal, something that's done to you. Nothing justifies it, right? But here's the thing. Once you get into the details of the why, why this person cheated, you're probably going to find that it wasn't really about you. The why of the cheating wasn't because you were bad or you weren't good enough or you're not attractive enough, right? So now keep in mind to get to that, the details of the why, there's usually a rough process mm -hmm. leading up to that. Um, it's usually where, you know, you're very shocked and upset and hurt and you're thinking through um, all the, the, the details of the shock and all of that and, and you're angry or sad and all of that. But eventually you may be able to get past that, look at the details and realize that typically speaking, and again, this does not apply to every situation where someone cheats, but typically speaking... If someone cheats, it's not because the person they cheated on, it's not because of the person they cheated on. It's because there's something within that person that did the cheating that's not okay. You know, there's something about them that they're struggling with. And, and this is a very, you know, this is a whole different conversation that we can dive into in another episode because um, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing of its own. But so kind of look at this on the surface level, but that person that did the cheating typically is struggling with other stuff. So for the sake of this conversation, you just need to think about the fact that um, something drove that person to cheat and to make that decision. And that something often has nothing to do with the person who got cheated on. Okay. So just again, typically thing that drove that person to cheat and the decision to cheat had something to do with what they were struggling with, not that the person they cheated on was at fault. So some of you are probably frustrated with me right now because of what I'm saying. You know, you may, if you're in a place in your life where you feel like you're struggling with something like this or something that's not necessarily this topic, but um, equally deep and equally you know, where someone did something that was very hurtful, um, then it may be really hard to wrap your mind around what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it was, you know, I definitely see it as like this thing was done to a person and is personal in that sense. But the reason behind it, that's my focus. The reason behind it was not personal. It wasn't to intentionally create hurt and harm and brokenness, you know, to break something, break a relationship. It was done to meet the need of the person who did the cheating, you know, something that they are looking for, 
not necessarily something that's wrong in the marriage, if that makes sense. So, or in the relationship. So I kind of see this as a them problem, not a you problem. So it's being done to you, but it's not because of you. And that's where the separation of personal and not personal is what I'm trying to get at. So it's definitely not black and white. Lots of details come with a situation like that. But I want you to think of this as a big example of something that feels incredibly personal, but within the details of it, it's actually not personal. So keep in mind that in a situation like the the cheating example, or like if it's a friend that's being mean to you or talking about you behind your back, I would never expect anyone to jump right into that healthy mindset of it's not personal. No. At first, you'd be like acutely stuck in the feeling of uh, personal hurt or loss. And that's really normal. And honestly, it's expected. So getting to that point where you can get down to the detail and start thinking about it from, you know, more than just the hurt, um, that's a ways down the line of the process of dealing with it. So, um, okay. So the reason I'm saying all of this about certain things not being personal is to like the point of all of this is to emphasize how important it is to realize that you have more control over your life than you think you do when these things quote unquote happen to you, right? So yeah, they can be really upsetting and it really, really sucks when bad things happen. But if you get stuck in feeling like a victim, then your entire outlook will be negative. You'll feel helpless. You'll feel like you have no control over your life. And that is one of the worst feelings that you can have. It's such an awful place to be. And yeah, some things are and always will be out of your control, but you have to take control of what you can to balance out the stuff that you can't control. You can always control your attitude and your perspective. If you are a client of mine, then you probably have heard me use the word perspective a million times because I do, I, I believe that it plays such a huge part of everyone's life. Your perspective is a huge part of your life. Um, you're actually probably going to hear me tie in the topic of perspective into a lot of other episodes in the future, just because I really do think that it fits into so many um, different parts of life and issues that we deal with. So, you know, if you think about it, your perspective can change the way that you feel about a situation. It can change the way that you react to a situation and it can change the way that you move on from a situation. Okay, let's wrap this up. I hope that this gave you a way to look at the little things and the big things that happen to you, that the next time something happens to you, that you just try to ask yourself, is this personal or is this just bad luck? Of course, with bigger issues, um, where it's just a little, you know, if you get a little upset, just remember that a lot more work will have to go into that. Um, well, let me say it a different way. So when big issues come up, it's not as easy as, oh, well, let me look at it and try to um, think of it a different way. No, a lot more work has to go into getting to that point. It's not a simple mindset shift. Um, it's it's going to take a lot of thought and a lot of, um, you know, there could be a lot of processing of that involved. So please take care of yourself and remember that if you are facing a bigger issue, 
talk to your therapist, or if you don't have one, this may be the right time to find one. Um, you know, look for one in your area, Google it, see if you can find someone in person or virtual. But if you're going through something, if this topic kind of triggered that or made you think that you may be stuck or you may be struggling with something big, seek that help and start that therapeutic relationship. All right, guys, thank you for being with me today. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.